thank you for joining me once again. I'm Al. This is Personal Battles, a podcast about the human spirit. And even when it's broken, down and looks defeated in battle, it can pick itself back up and keep pushing forward. The world can be a dark place at times. Let's spread some light. This week's highs and lows. The absolute high point for me this weekend was being able to interview my good friend Loz as battle guest number two and bring her story to you, the listeners. And even though it's early in this podcast, I wanted to take personal battles on tour, on location. So yeah, I went to our local coffee shop where me and Loz have talked many a time about the good times and the dark times and helped each other. And I wanted to do personal battles for you there because I thought it would be a nice, relaxed conversation. Just two friends, two microphones, two coffees, well, maybe, maybe four coffees, just looking out of a window, watching the world go by and just talking openly and honestly. There was a comment on one of my posts on Personal Best when there was a picture of me and Loz celebrating one of my victories, because that's the kind of person Loz is. And the comment was, everyone needs a Loz. And I couldn't agree more with that. So yeah, you are going to love the story coming up. And you are going to love Loz. The Lows. The Low actually featured this podcast too. And it was something just silly. Um, To some people, it might not make any sense, but to me... There was a sound effect that was a little bit too loud compared to everything else on the track, and that's all I could fixate on, so I wouldn't think about the rest of the episode, how well everything else sounded. It was just like this one two-second clip I got hung up upon and really sort of beat myself up about it. And in moments like that, I've got to stop, step back, realising, okay, there could be a hundred great points in one bad point. Don't keep focusing on that one bad point, Al. Look at the overall picture. So yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. So I'm learning through making personal battles that I will make mistakes, but I will learn from them and it's not the end of the world. Don't be too hard on yourself, Al. I'm making personal battles to help people with their mental health, which in turn helps me. And now I'm also finding the process of making this show can also help me as long as I'm not too hard on myself. So let's all take a deep breath, pat ourselves on the back, and look forward. Never back. That's behind us. The journey is ahead. But what does the swan think? It's catch up with Carl. For those who don't know, Colin is my agent. It's where I get all my TV work. Hence I don't get any TV work. Because Colin is a swan. Now I asked him this week for some advice. And actually I think this is really good advice. Now Colin isn't the only type of wildfowl down the park. There are many other types of duck too. And also people. And when the people get too close to the ducks. The ducks all follow each other and jump in the river to get away. Whereas Colin stands his ground. And makes the people walk around him. So Colin's advice is... In life, he gives zero ducks. Don't be a duck. Be a swan. I like that quote. Don't follow the crowd. Just be yourself. 
What an intelligent swan. Stay tuned next week for more swan life advice. Hmm. Today's battle guest I've already alluded to. It's my good friend, Loz. Now, she is an amazing person, has a great spirit, and it's even in the space of a short time that I've known Loz, I've seen this roller coaster of a journey she's been on. But I'm also happy to say, at this moment in time, I've never seen her happier. And it's great that something else's happiness warms your own heart. So coming up on episode two, the personal touch is battle guest number two and the Al and Loz show. <laughs> and to fire things off and for you to get to know Loz a little bit better, it's the friendly fire question, the icebreaker, that we can all get to know each other a little better. I had an idea that before each personal battle's battle guest story, we would use the friendly fire question, the icebreaker. The question set by the previous battle guest. So I like that. It's like bringing three people together to have a conversation over one question. A battle guest will be asking a question to a stranger they don't know, and it will keep going forward. So you're going to have myself, the current battle guest, and a previous battle guest having a conversation in your ears. I know it is magic. Or maybe editing. So, coming up now is battle guest number two, Loz. Battle guest number one, Jay. And I'm also there too, Al. All through the magic of editing. Wow. Okay, so it's time for our friendly fire question. This is an icebreaker just to break the ice. So I'm joined with this week's battle guest, Loz. So, before we get to know Loz, we'll just quickly ask the question from Jay. So, Jay, can we have your question again, please? When is Christmas too early? <laughs> and what, Jay, is your answer? Everyone in this house. What, just want to put up decorations? Christmas, Christmas. I'm like, no. Not a chance. <laughs> right? No way. And, but I've got a good thing of it, right? So, over the next week, my son, my eldest son is 18 next week on the 15th. My other son, Charlie, is two on the 17th. And then it's my wife's birthday on the 23rd. So in eight days in November, I've got three big birth- I've got three birthdays. And everyone wants to start talking about Christmas. I'm like, no, let me get this out of the way first. Yeah. And then, you know, so normally like a couple of days or the weekend after my wife's birthday. So, right, we can get the stuff out now. So, Loz, Jay's question for you in this friendly fire is, when is Christmas too early? Well, I think... Anything after Halloween is fine for Christmas. You don't need to be seeing Christmas before Halloween. Yeah, when you're seeing Christmas lights up in trees around Halloween, wow, yes. that's really early. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I think it's, uh, for me, Christmas starts in December. Yes. So it's it's winter. It's currently November 17th. Yep. Um, it's still autumn. So yep. December, <laughs> December is Christmas. For me, December is Christmas. November's yeah. Guy Fawkes, October, yeah. okay. Halloween. Well, we are decided. Yes. So, yeah, that is the answer, everybody. If it you is. disagree, you're all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are going to go over now and get the personal touch with mm-hmm. Loz and hear her about her battle on the battle, on the battlefield and what happened. We are shooting this in a coffee shop, so there may be some 
background noises you can hear. Hopefully you can still hear us quite well and hopefully I'm thinking this could give a nice more relaxed feel as well. So yeah, Loz is a good friend of mine. So let's go over to Loz now and let's hear her personal battle. So tell me Loz, when was your real battle started? When was it a potentially low point for you? I think the lowest point my battle started was uh, January 2022 when I lost my dad. He lost it dad. Um, quite suddenly mm-hmm. and unexpected after a short illness. And my dad was my best friend oh. yeah. all my life. Um, so that's when my... And that's just when it started. That's when it started. You lost your dad yes. and your best friend. And I lost my best friend in the same year. Um, I lost my cousin in the same year. And to end the horrendous year I was already having, yeah. um, my uh, relationship, my marriage of 10 years broke down just literally suddenly out of the blue in the September and I went from living in a home to you know living to uh, so sleeping on sofas for four months and my belongings were just like a pile of black bags in somebody's garage and I had nothing wow. absolutely nothing so that was the start of uh, that was the, the the lowest the lowest point the lowest that, yeah, point that, yeah. I've, that I've ever been, definitely. Sleeping on someone's couch with all your belongings yes. in, a black in the bag. in black bags, yeah, yeah. And I remember a silly thing. I went and visited um, a family member, and um, I'd only got three T-shirts, of, and, right. and um, I spilled, spilled my tea down my T-shirt, and I started crying. Oh, she says it's all right. It'll come out the wash. <laughs> I said, "Well, I've only got two T-shirts left for a week," and, and so I was oh, taken gosh. on a shopping spree right. <laughs> to buy T-shirts. It's silly little things like that. Yeah, that other people yeah. just say to me, crying at a spilled yep. T-shirt and think what's wrong, but mm. they don't know your backstory. And no. you never judge. Yeah. No, never judge. But what a year that was! It me. was pretty horrendous, and you know, sitting here now. Yeah. I didn't ever think I'd be sitting here now talking like this and it be yeah. behind me because when you're in it and you're in it, yeah. you think you're never going to get out of it. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's just like a pit. It was just like a pit of darkness just constantly and it was almost like if you're in a pit with a ladder and you're, you're getting up the rungs of the ladders, the, the rungs are a long way away, you can just about reach them with your foot and you're just getting to see the light and then you slip and go back down again. It was just yeah. a constant, that's what it was like. Again, the you? year, the whole year was like that, you yeah. know. Um, so, yeah, that was my absolute lowest of low. I remember talking to you because we, we, started, we started becoming friends probably around that time as well, didn't we? Was, was it around that time or was it afterwards? Um, yeah, it was probably around that around time. Around that time, time yeah, because I remember before, it, maybe? Sure. Um, through personal best, we started talking at Parkrun. Yeah, must have saw my Instagram page and then we started talking. And as I saw what you were like, and I thought, let's just go for a coffee. Mm. Um, and then we just got talking and realised we're, we're very similar kind of people. Um, had a lot of likes. We were both love sharks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then just hearing your stories, that resonated with me so much about where you were, and I could see where I was at similar times in the past as well. I'm just feeling like I can't take another hit, and everything that seems to be going against you all the time, everything is yeah. just another hit. You think when are the good times going to come? Because it's just hit after hit. 
and you think you just can't take any more. You can't take another one. It's like you're almost like pleading to the sky, please, no more. I can't take any more. Yeah, what have I done to deserve this? But it's talking about things and being open. And then we started talking. And then I remember you were saying that you were looking out the window in, in a chair and your friends. Like, yeah, yeah. And I that was, was like really I was, dark I was, I was sitting in the friends. And she had like um, patio doors out into, into the yard. In November time, which is a hard time of the year for a lot of people anyway. Yep. And Christmas and things like that. And I can remember sitting there. And I used to sit in this chair and look out the window and look at the tree. Because I'm a great outdoorsy yeah. nature lover, yeah. trees and yeah. birds and things. And I can remember looking there and I used to just sit there and literally break my heart crying. Right. And I used to look out there at this big old oak tree and I used to think, what, what is the point? What is the point of me being here? You know, no, you know, it, what, why? I've got nothing now. And, and I just thought, I just, and that was, that was proper yeah, proper that's proper dark bottom of the barrel it yeah. really was um i've never really ever felt that low ever in my life yeah and i don't want to ever and again. were you frightened at that point as well i was yeah. yeah yeah but i think going back to about talking about things yeah i think the fact that i talked about it with the person i was staying with yeah. probably was a major factor in actually stopping it right like maybe doing something about it. I didn't go to the doctors, I didn't get medication, but the fact that I talked with my friend, who was my rock at the time, I think by airing it and getting it out, that was like the first step in maybe preventing it and getting on the road to yeah. climbing out of getting the Getting that first again. rung yeah. up foot, yeah. yeah. definitely. When things were so dark and you're mm. so alone, yeah. Mm. Um, and it is hard. It's very hard because you you just can't see the light. When people say it's like, oh, you know, oh, pull yourself together. Oh, you can't think like that. Oh, you'll be all right yeah. and all that. But when you're in it, I know. it's just a black hole, and yeah. you just cannot see. Even from as even before I went through my issues, I would think of like when people would get to such low points and think, well, why would you think like that? There's always mm. today's a new day. Mm. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But, but you don't realise once you're in that. Hit. No. And when things are so dark, everything hurts so much. You just want the pain to stop. Yeah, you do. That's, that's exactly all it. that is. Yeah. It's like I'm not thinking about tomorrow, next week, next year. Yeah, it could possibly be better next year. But I don't care. Right now, this is unbearable, and I want out. So, um, yeah, things are getting quite heavy here. So, yes. why don't we just take a little comfort break, mm -hmm. and we'll come back to find laws. After a very difficult year, um, I think Loz is sitting now in a chair looking out of a window at an oak tree. So let's hopefully go back to the battlefield and see if we can get her out of that chair, back up, and see how she's moving forward. See you after break. Welcome to Computer Planet, where we help you with all your computer needs in two simple steps. First step, throw your old piece of rubbish away. And second, come and buy a brand new shiny one from us. That way, we both win. Well... Especially us. Mm. Coming 2024, the movie nobody asks for, but you're guessing. A man on the edge, a hero, a giant in his field, and his sidekick, the swan. Yes, Al and Cole coming next year. Why? I don't know. Maybe all right. This holiday season, 
buy your loved ones gifts. If you don't buy gifts, oh, maybe you don't love them. Buy gifts. Gift, 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 gift. Wait, 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 wait. Is this, is this a Christmas advert? But it's November. Look, look, Mr. Fandango, we discussed this. I'm the voice of a guy. It can't be Christmas yet. I haven't had a festive bick. I'm off to Greg's. Get someone else to do it. Okay, welcome back after the break there. Hope you enjoyed those adverts, whatever they are. Okay, um, coming back to Loz's story here, I would normally be talking about how she picked herself back up, but during the advert break there, I was thinking she raised a good point there of talking, um, especially at your lowest point. It's so key to talk um, about through things. So let's pick up where we left off, Loz. Yeah. Um, so you were saying because you were talking. Yeah, I was... Um I had one particular bad episode where I was really, you know, I thought that's it. And I actually told a friend that I was staying with about how I'd been feeling. And I think by doing that, that was the thing that stopped me. It, it, it was a, it sort of like plateaued the pit, if you like. Yeah, so you weren't digging um, further. So I wasn't digging going sinking any deeper yeah. I wasn't in the light yet by any means but the fact that I'd actually opened up You've stopped and actually told further. them and I mean that takes a, it, it, it's quite a hard thing to, to say and I sort of was like I can remember tossing and turning in my head right. should, should I say anything or not because you know I've got this person sleeping on my you know on my sofa is yeah. she going to be here tomorrow or you know you can yeah. cause other things um, and literally it was almost like a relief valve. Once you started saying it. Once you started saying it. That's why I think talking is so, so, so important. Yeah. I mean, you get people that say, oh, you'll be all right, or you'll get out of it, or, you know, this time next year, which, yeah, people did say to me. But when you're in that pit, it doesn't matter. It, 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 you can't see it. Yeah. You really can't I, see the it. The interesting thing i found is that if you're at rock bottom and you're not talking to anybody, mm. uh, you start believing that you don't matter. You. Mm-hmm. People be better off without you yep, here, absolutely. And yeah, and then those negative thoughts start taking over, yep. and you don't think about anything else. You can't see the bigger picture. Right. Uh, I was at the point where, eventually, I, I could start talking about what I was going through um, to my parents, but then that was affecting them. It was affecting quite badly um, what I was saying to them as well. So it's almost like stop talking. So like it's almost like opening that valve to. Then release the pr- and then close it again close yeah. that pressure valve so it was getting it was getting really difficult for me um, I remember one moment as well where my dad just came up to, to see us how I was doing and he found me in my garden just writing like crazy and that was a bit of advice of just trying to get it out there because mm. otherwise I'm just ruminating it in my head just yeah. going round and round so if I, if I wrote it down I can deal with it and push it on Yeah. but obviously even writing that I was in a really bad place and then he just said goodbye because my dad's very old school you know he, he wouldn't even like you know you know hug his child or anything like that mm. so a little punch in the shoulder you're right son and then um i found out later my mom was wondering where my dad was and she found him in the garden crying and she was like oh my god what's happened to al up there yeah. and he was like i just don't know how to fix him mm. and that was that hit for me really yeah, hard yeah. that how much I was affecting the people too and uh, everyone was going through it um, and I, but I was realising the more I was talking the better I was getting because yes. at least 
people were aware. It was almost, I don't want to talk about how bad I am, but sharing it does help. It does. And, it does. and that's when I've sort of realised for my mental health, talking is so oh, important. And it's and not it, like you're looking for a magical answer cause there's, and there's, well, there's, yeah, no, there's no quick yeah. fix, but it's actually re- releasing some of that pressure so yeah. that you can actually have a little bit of clarity in your own head. Yeah. Because all you, you know. have is that negativity. So just let me get some of them demons yeah, yeah. out. Yeah. I can just see a little bit of yeah. light, but at the moment I can't see anything. So talking is so key. So it that's really when is. I started want to do more and more. And obviously then I started mm. talking to, to you, Lars, yeah. and then other people. And then I can, found I can talk quite openly about how I feel. Mm. And then people were saying that's helping them. So I was like, oh, right. So with me going through what I'm going through, that's helping you. And me helping you, that's helping <laughs> me. So that's great medicine. And then... Yeah, that's where I found this with personal best and now with personal battles. Of yeah. I want to help people with mental health issues and even just educate people who don't really know what's going on, just so you're aware that just listening to something just listening. like yeah, people can talk and they and, and it can somebody might think, oh, I never thought about that. I never yeah. thought about that. And guess it can only be the, the tiniest little thing. Not might be the simplest little thing. Looking out the window of an oak tree, that was my desk yeah. at the time. That might be a lifesaver for somebody. For somebody else, yeah. You and know? that's obviously any small gestures as well, those. It's where, like, you know, somebody just gives you a, a cup of coffee and says, oh, it's on the house or something yeah. like that. It can be yeah. huge. Or somebody holds the door open and gives you a smile. Yeah. And, like, that's the only yeah. smile I've seen all week. Yeah. And, and you really feel it. Yeah. And it means you are, a lot. I think because you've got so stuck in your head that you don't matter and mm. no one wants you and no one likes you. Yeah. And then random strangers will start to smile at you or maybe, maybe I've got this wrong. Here's evidence saying against what I'm believing. I believe I'm worthless. And people out there prepared to be nice to me. You know, when I first, when I first was like on the sofa. Yep. I actually came into the coffee shop that we're sitting in now mm-hmm. and saw the proprietor of the establishment. There's some big words for you. <laughs> right. And I said to her what had happened, just a brief thing, like, yeah, yeah. and where I was. And she said, sit down. And she gave me a coffee and she gave me a sausage sandwich. Right. And then and said, that's on the house. She said, you wow. have that. Yeah. And that meant a lot. Huge, yeah. And then... I think it was about two days later, I came back in here and they had a board where people can like give a gift of a coffee or coffee and cake That's to right, someone. Yeah. yeah, there's a board there, yeah. And I looked up on the board and there was a post-it note and I've still got the post-it note with me now. Right. And that post-it note said, it always gets better. Yeah. That's all it said. Yeah. And I thought some random person has bought me coffee and cake yeah and put those kind words and it actually quite meant quite a lot it i mean meant I say, a lot, yeah yeah at that time yeah you know. yeah the, the coffee shop that we're currently in yeah they do they do do this little thing where instead of you can like pay back a coffee um but you would write it in a post note and put it on the wall and some of the little messages people would write and go like have a sausage mm. sandwich on me yeah have, a, have a coffee on me yeah. um and he's a hug in a mug. And, yeah, you, you see, that means so much because, again, to somebody, it's just the price of a coffee. They're paid for a coffee and they're paying one forward. Yeah. But to somebody else, like ourselves, like you, Loz, that moment that of that post-it note yeah. Yeah. was everything. And I actually put it on the – I think you put it on the Instagram or the Facebook page because I thought I would so love for that person to Yeah, think they, they would never know. They'd never know what, of what they just, done. just those few words. Yeah. 
of that bit of kindness, you know, yeah, and that's yeah. what it is. Isn't it? Those yeah. small bits being, of kindness. Being kind is it's huge. Yeah, yeah, it is. Sometimes even if you see somebody who you, who looks a bit who looks a bit awful, you don't know. You shouldn't no, really judge what, what's going through people's minds. And see, as long as you're kind, that's all that yeah. matters. So Definitely. don't worry about that. We were having a coffee, and you when you were talking earlier on about how um, you know when people talk with you. They're at ease with you, and they can talk with you and open up with you. There's oh, yeah. something about you. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I did just say you're pretty, pretty special, pretty, pretty an amazing friend. And um, when we had a coffee, I just had this feeling in my gut that something good was going to happen to you. I could just feel something big was going to happen, and, and mm-hmm. you were going to get your. Everybody says they have their five minutes of fame. Yeah. But I just felt that there was something, and then. I was walking my friend's dog with Tina in the park, and uh-huh. you were you were doing your runs. Yeah, we just and crossed whatnot. paths. Yeah, and we crossed paths, and we were chatting, and you gave me a little inside scoop. That's right, I did. Yeah, and, you've um, always you've always saying to me, I just I can see something big in your future, yeah. Al. You, you're you're going to have your like 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. And you're going to become famous, and I like, yeah. showed up. Yeah, and then yeah, when I stopped you in the park that time, mm-hmm. I give you inside scoop of yeah, I just had the BBC talking to me, and they wanted to do a, a film. Yeah. regarding my story and personal best and mm-hmm. mental health and yeah so my moment of fame was coming and when I told you that Luz you were so tears. excited I was, for us. you I were was, absolutely in tears I was excited you? the emotions that I felt I mean I can remember it because I don't even remember, where, remember we, where we were, where we were yeah, yeah. yeah I think I've got a photograph as well for yeah, that I can post, yeah. I'll post that as well and, yeah. and literally I was like it was like I was proud of you Aww. for keeping going yeah. and doing what you're doing um, the acknowledgement that someone's actually seen you, picked yeah. you up, and seen what you're doing—that's good. Yeah. Um, proud that you're my friend. I'm Aww. so pleased that I hugged you that day and got talking <laughs> about sharks—something quite random that yeah. nobody else would. <laughs> and then, then every time you saw me after that for that a few weeks, like, you kept calling me shark, shark guy. Man. Yeah, that's right. Because like I was wearing, I was wearing a shark t-shirt that's one it. week. Sharks are awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was wearing sharks are yeah. awesome. And every time I ran past Loz when she was volunteering at Marshall at one point in our Riverside Park run, she's like shark guy. Every time yeah. I ran past, yeah, sharks and we just started talking awesome. about sharks. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. through that, we started talking about other things and realised we're both similar positions. Yeah, similar dark places, and just mm-hmm. got talking, didn't we? Yeah, and realised through talking. Um, um, kind of both helped each other definitely and we've made a good friendship which yeah. is nice yeah you, um, can't really, you really can't run anymore can you but you like you like, no, you, no, you like I, to help with the park a, runs and marshalling physically and, I can't do the running and, but. but you did run in the past didn't yeah. you um, yes. and I remember you kept telling me do the great north run Al yes and I was like yes. what I've never run that distance in my life 5k tires me out yeah and then again if you're in the northeast of England and you run eventually, that moment will come. You'll end up doing the Great it North will. Run. And I did it. And again, you were just so excited for me and wanted to do oh, all yeah. about it afterwards. Yeah, and then yeah. she said, I'm coming, I'm coming to see you. It's like, yeah. what? I'm gonna be standing on the Tyne Bridge. What, just for me? Yeah. Yeah. Just for me. Yeah. I tell you what, I'll have a shark balloon. Yes. You can look for it. Like, <laughs> oh my word. And again, it was that beautiful little friendship of like yeah. me thinking, why would anyone give up such so much of their time just to see me? But you know what? The emotion that I felt. Yeah. The emotion. The emotion seeing you yeah. coming towards me. I was going, oh, I was going mad. <laughs> like, oh my god. And I went, oh my god, I'm so emotional, I'm so emotional. <laughs> You've but never cried over a man before. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Definitely not. 
but um, honestly, yeah, it, 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 it meant the world. And actually, what was also nice, I mean, the Great North Run, it is just that, a run. It's not a race. Yeah. The same as it's a park run, not a race. Yeah. And the fact that it's the atmosphere. Mm. There's nothing like it. I mean, it's the second biggest mar- uh, half marathon in the world, yeah. if not the biggest. And literally, it's the atmosphere. It's the people. Oh, it was electric, it's the, yeah. It, it's just... The, the bands, people giving you sweets and biscuits, yeah. just the whole atmosphere, literally from start to finish, yeah. is just incredible. I mean, the Northeast should be so proud of yeah. it, you know. And it really is. It's, I mean, I've, I've done it three times, but uh, it really was. Each time was was different, yeah. but each time was was magical. The only yeah. problem is it the thirteen point one k. You've got a fun in between. It was superb, and I had so many stories to tell of that day as well. Yeah, regarding like being in the VIP area and stuff, and who I was talking to. Yeah, and then like you wanted the full debrief afterwards. So it was yeah. like, right, make sure we book a date in this coffee shop and uh, tell me all about Definitely. it. And it was like it was, it was amazing. Just uh, and it was like so. I was like standing. This friendships on, come out of sharks, and, and I was like literally standing on the time bridge, and people were texting me saying, "You've just been on the telly. You've just been on the telly because because of your news." Yeah. Your, your my film, story, I, yeah. yeah, I made sure I yeah. put a bit of you into my film as well. Yeah. And, yeah, and then like you seeing just, seeing you like like talking together, being on the front on the on the start line of the yeah, I was standing next to Samuel Farrow. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's, it's He's mad. a little bit faster than me, yeah. It's mad. So, Loz, you're in your chair now. I am. How do you start standing back up again? How did your life start turning? How did my life start turning? Well, the park run was yeah. a huge, huge part. And friends. Mm-hmm. Um, two very close friends. Um, one I was staying with and one's a friend that I've met through the park run. Um, but the park run, our local park run, is almost like a family. It is. Um, and, like, obviously people got to know what was going on with me because I was absent for a few weeks because yeah. I was staying with family. Um, and people were just coming up to me and giving me a hug. <laughs> they didn't say anything. Just random They just knew just, what a, like, you. yeah, they just knew what a, You're having a bad sort time. Of shit show I was going through. Have and they just give, give me a hug. Because I am a hugger. Oh, yeah. well, I love to hug. Oh, yeah, she is a hugger. Uh, yeah, a <laughs> <laughs> big hugger. <laughs> you know, people saying that they'd miss me. Mm. And people saying, I didn't know you were allowed holidays when you were a volunteer. Just yeah. silly little things. Yeah. But it just made me... Or value yourself. Yeah, and yeah. and 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 feel feel valued. Yeah, that's you it. Know? Isn't it? Yeah, they they wanted me there. They needed me there. They needed my me to be marshalling on Lozzie's lanes. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, and it was just that little tiny bit of kindness and that's feeling it. wanted. Yeah, there was that kindness, isn't it? Is again, you know, true. and like what is there? Getting on for maybe four hundred runners a week. Yeah, and those four hundred runners all are relying on me. To get them past a bottleneck where I where I'm marshal, yeah, yeah, you know. But yeah, for me it was well. It's a similar situation. I remember I was at, I was at rock bottom. I went to see a, a band uh, who were quite big in the nineties called Space. Quite strange and quite friendly with Space. Um, I featured one of their songs, but we don't talk about that. But the thing was. I had such low opinion of myself and then I met the band and then I'm standing at the back of the of the arena while they're playing their songs and a song that kind of features me came on and this band who hardly knew me were 
dedicating the song to me, seeing how great I was, pointing me out in the crowd. The rest of the crowd are then turning around going, yeah, pointing to me. I'm like, this is crazy. These people who are, you know, sold, sold millions of records in the 90s value me more than me. Mm. What is going on? And then all these strangers are turning around and you're thinking, again, the axis of kindness. Yeah. And like, I'm not getting it because I had such low self-esteem, rock bottom. But then people were seeing the best in you and you couldn't yeah and you're like it blows you away it doesn't does it, it, really it actually does. gets you like a lump in the throat it does, and going, yeah how am I, have i just got this completely wrong am i the biggest idiot in this room the answer is yes <laughs> but it's like it's when you're that moment of clarity it's like why do people care i don't care they must be wrong no nope. wait possibly i am yeah so you start turning your life around laws yeah um, that's when it when that's when i started like, like i say in the beginning of the year yeah that's when it, it, it all started really i was i was dedicated to the park run yeah then february i got myself a little flat and mm. busy decorating yep so um, got off the sofa so found yourself a flat i did yeah which that was, was um yeah it was uh it was still challenges in in itself you know um <laughs> like job centers and um walking <laughs> as well as running yeah. um, just silly little things that you know you think god i miss not having a car you know yeah but, you know yeah I've got you, legs you had no mobility did you really at the no, time as well no no, no car no nothing. hardly any possessions no, no. two and a half t-shirts yeah, yeah. You, 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 <laughs> yeah. you were struggling yeah, i was struggling yeah i really was <laughs> like when i look back on it i never thought i'd be sort of sitting here mm. and and the thing is what would be amazing is if somebody could hear that that was struggling yeah and could because yeah. I can rem- and, and gain some positivity from it yeah. because I remember our first coffee date right. when we came in here was three hours, yeah. And I know it was three hours because I got a parking ticket in Tesco. <laughs> there you that, go. <laughs> but that three hours was gone it just went like that, yeah. yeah. Because when you, when you talk, like you're offloading, yeah, and making yourself feel better, but you're actually making yourself feel better in another way by listening to someone else and listening to their story so that they're offloading and I say I can't say enough talking it's just it can be the absolute hardest hardest thing to do yeah but it can also be a lifesaver absolutely it's like one of the best forms of medicine is just talking it sometimes it seems so simple Mm. but just talk and that's only even doing these icebreakers so if you know anyone who looks like they're having a hard time that you kind of know sometimes just saying are you okay I've been in that yeah. situation. I would have stopped the conversation going, yep, yeah, and just shut up. Mm. But if you can find another way of just getting them talking, yeah. or even watch something else, mm. don't let them think about how they're feeling right now. Yeah. Just start talking about them, start talking about scones. Do you know what? It's a silly thing, yeah. but the very last bus journey that I had home, uh-huh. and I'm not really a one for buses, I haven't been on the bus since I was about seven years old, <laughs> right. and I was standing at the top of the street, yeah. and I was waiting for the bus, and I was hated it i was getting like really frustrated oh mm. i wish i had a car blah 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 but this is the last journey and this old boy was standing next to me he told me he was 97 getting over a knee operation and he said um he said oh the bus stops right outside my house and he was chatting away to me and then he got a packet of licorice yeah, all sorts out of his pocket and i thought oh what a sweet young man and i so i took one being polite he says oh go on he says have a couple he says i'm sure you can manage a couple <laughs> <laughs> but it made my day yeah, well, right. having that old man's right. liquid short sauce. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just that little act of kindness. Yeah. You know, you've, yeah. you've done your bus journeys, you know, you're on to the next actor. Yeah, I've got to mention my friend as well, Andy. He came up with a brilliant way of getting me talking as well. And I've, I've shared it with other people at times who were struggling. 
the whole are you okay we kind of know at times it doesn't really work no. but if you can pull them in with another question so my friend lived quite far away and saw me at my absolute lowest and was really worried about me so instead of sending me a whatsapp message of like how are you doing today blah 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 my phone would go crazy and it'd be like 12 or 13 pictures just suddenly popped on my phone and they were all of monkey's bottoms <laughs> and the message at the bottom of that was pick your favourite owl which one's the best bottom and it was like what what um, well number three looks quite good and so it pulls you into a different conversation and like and you're sitting afterwards you think back well, that was genius yeah because I wasn't even thinking about that but it's wrong on so many levels but just because you're talking but then yeah but it does yeah. But like a week later yeah. my phone went again another ping 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 I was like oh my god it's more, it's more bums isn't it <laughs> but no this time sheds from B and Q, oh. and it was pick your favourite shed out. But again, it was just brilliant. It was just making you so talk genius. and icebreaker. And sometimes, if someone's really struggling, just find another way in, yeah. get them talking, yeah, and that really helps. That's amazing. You tried a bit of those um, dating websites, lots, didn't you? I did, yes. And you had to, I remember the beginning. You were like, "This is not for me." Yes, this is not <laughs> for me. Um, I uh, I am gay, uh, a gay woman. And uh, I was on this um, Silver Singles uh, website. Silver Singles, eh? Yes, I think, yes, because I'm of an age where my hair is silver. Anyway, we won't go into that. Um, and, you know, did my subscription and did everything like that. And I thought, oh, you know, I was like, like looking on, oh, so-and-so has replied, so-and-so has replied. Oh, right. oh, I've got some answers. Got some interest. Like okay. Yes. And uh, I opened it up and it was um, a, a coloured gentleman with a bald head and a big fluffy beard um, uh, called Mo from Hull. Um, so you're he, not interested in that? He, did, he, did, he wouldn't look like this, but if you turned him on, on top, on upside down. And um, I thought, nah, nah, that's it, yeah. that's it. And calls like a, like an idiot because like when you do things and like you've you've been through or you're getting through like a healing process with things that you've been through, yeah. you're not always like on the ball. Yeah, and totally. I done a subscription thinking I was doing it for a couple of three months but I'd actually subscribed for a year and I thought oh crap I'm going to get all these people I mean I had Mo from Hull I had Steve from Western Supermare all over the blooming yeah, country so they're not really fitting your criteria no not at all no. um, and then um, thought right that's it no more yep. and then I got home and I hadn't had anything I hadn't looked at it and then I got this thing T is interested in your profile Right. And I had a look, and it was a lady from quite a way away, and um, we're really the rest is history. Yeah. Um, because we met, um, and we're now living. We're not living together. We've got our own separate flats, our own independence. Yeah. But we are a solid partnership, and, and you hopefully, a, you two are a brilliant couple together. We, we yeah. are a good. Yeah, we're yeah. a good couple, and literally, life is too short. Yeah. And she's a little bit older than me, but we've just said. Now is our time. Yeah. And life is too short. Yeah. My stepfather used to say it's not a rehearsal. You don't get another go at it. So you've got to live your life. Yeah. And if it if it means you have to go through a, a deep hole or a, a shit pit from time to time, it, it is life. Yeah. That is the university of yeah. life. It's not always going to be easy. Exactly. But what you do about it and who you've got around you is so so important yeah and friends like Al and friends like me yes <laughs> thanks yes. lots but yeah you and Tina together are an absolutely amazing couple you can see there's the love between you two so yes. I'm glad that after beginning Battlefield the place that you're in now and yep. the happiness on your face is yep. 
completely different laws yeah. and much happier happier laws yes. so yeah thank you for your story laws that was you You're on your battlefield very welcome Al and uh, yeah that was uh, that was fantastic Dave thank you Okay, so before we say goodbye to Loz, Loz, can I have your final uh, friendly fire question, please, for our next guest? You can. It is food orientated, obviously, being me. <laughs> and that is, when eating a plain spawn, what do you put on first? Jam first or clotted cream first? Oh, yes, the big debate, Devon scone or Cornish, Cornish scone. scone yes. Which one are you? So, Loz. Which way do you have your scone? Well... Oh, wait, wait, let's stop there. Uh, unfortunately, again, we're out of time. <sighs> Never mind. But we'll find out what she wants on her scone next week. I know, as cliffhangers go, this is one of the best. How does Loz have her scone? Clotted cream, then jam? Or jam, then clotted cream? Stay tuned! So what does Loz's battle teach us? Well, for me, it's that it's those small, random acts of kindness that can have the biggest impact on someone who's really struggling. A random act of kindness given by a stranger who will then probably forget about what they've done and just get on with their day. But to the person who's going through that battle, it can be a lifesaver. Loz held on to that post-it note, reminding her of the kindness by a stranger, and she cherishes that. She was in a very, very deep pit from a horrible year, and when everything seems to be going against you, sometimes you just need one little moment to go right. And it was just an act of kindness, of being bought a coffee and a sandwich, that things suddenly became a little clearer and a little less dark for Loz. She was in a pit, and she was trying to climb out herself, but you couldn't quite find the first foothold. But from that small gesture, she calmed, she breathed, and she went again. And this time, she found that foothold. And then the climb began. She climbed herself out of that pit. But rest assured, it's those acts of kindness along the way that can have such an impact on someone. Looking at someone, you can't tell what kind of battle they're going through, if at all. You may assume everything is okay with that person. But you don't know what's going on in their heads. So being kind, as we found out from this battle, is so important. Because being the opposite can almost be the final push. You may find yourself in a position where your world starts crumbling around you and you're falling. You may hit rock bottom and then try and keep building the pieces that you find to get back to where you were. But unfortunately, no matter how much you build, they keep getting knocked back down from more falling debris. You need to move on. Move away. Start again. You need to get through some very dark times and then start building someplace else. Someplace new. And then when you keep building, you could look back one day and think, you know what, where I started from, I thought I was happy. But no. This, right now, is my happy. More important than ever, it's Kind Corner. Thanks to Loss's story, Be Kind Corner here really does still focus on the kindness of strangers. Those small gestures, they can have the biggest impact on someone who's fighting their own personal battles. 
you don't know what someone's going through just by looking at them. You're not a mind reader. Don't judge, just be kind. I think that's been an issue with myself because I'm a giant, I'm six foot eight, and I think I have one of those, let's call it, arresting something face where I kind of quite mean. Um, so I don't get much help if a man's sitting on his own and looking quite scary. But if you can see through that and see the person and just show an act of kindness, you may just be surprised that actually behind all that, there's a real soft center just wanting a hug. That's all I wanted. So yeah, be kind. Don't judge. So what could you do? You could go to a friend who you know hasn't been quite themselves lately and ask them a good question like, what's the best way to eat a scone? The Cornish way or the Devon way? You could go up to a stranger and ask them, when is Christmas too early? You could go up to somebody and ask if you could pet their dog. Preferably, if they had a dog. And one of my absolute favourites, just tell terrible jokes. Even if you're having a bad day, a terrible joke goes, wow, that was awful. And a little smile appears. So yeah, that's my ideas. If you've got any other ideas, let me know on my social platforms for personal battles. Hashtag kind corner. And let's see what your ideas are then. Hmm? What have you got? Also, if you get any great answers to the questions I've just posed there, let me know on social media as well. That'd be quite funny, especially about the one with the guy who doesn't have a dog and asks to pet their dog. Or if you've got an absolutely terrible joke, let me know. I love terrible jokes. I collect them. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, what time is it? Oh, if I just got you checking your watch there. Amazing. <laughs> the powers of the mind. I can make you do anything. Okay, so all I can say now is I hope you liked my second episode be kind to strangers and remember those small gestures. Leave the past behind you. Look forward. If your world starts crumbling around you, don't try and rebuild it there. Find pastures new. Be kind to yourself and others. Don't worry. You are going to smash it. I am Al. You can also find me on social media. Search person underscore Al underscore best. This was Personal Al Battles. Don't judge people especially Geordie Giants sitting on their own with very menacing faces. They just want to cuddle. Stay with us. Until next time, it's goodbye from Al. <laughs>